On that fateful day I called you out I was begging for doom Welcome to another episode of The Grief Podcast. I'm Tiggs, and with me as always, the Sean Combs to my mace, Alex Govios. And a happy leap year to you, my good sir. Uh, And a happy leap year to you as well. Uh, Leap day, I guess. Yeah, it's leap day. Leap day. Uh, Yeah, what did you do to celebrate leap day? Uh, What didn't I do? Uh, Only the things that are uh, only allowed on leap day. Right. Uh, such as I rented a pterodactyl. Really? You just yep. went, went down to the pterodactyl renting service down on 53rd? Only or... allowed on leap day. On leap day. One, one day a year you can actually rent a pterodactyl. Uh, I rode on a ghost ship. Oh, how was how were the ghosts? They were good. Yeah? Um, they say hi. Oh, nice. Well, I'll talk to them soon. Wasn't that something in Pirates of the Caribbean 3? She was like, I can only go see him, whatever, Orlando Bloom. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. End. I think I knew, yeah. Was it Leap Years? Was that was? <laughs> Maybe it was Leap Years. Was that it? Was that the secret to Orlando Bloom's, like... Because he was immortal at that point, right? Yes. That bad. That That movie series isn't very good. No, you didn't like I, I enjoy it. The first one. The first, first one. The first one's really good, yeah. I actually didn't, I'll be honest with you, I did not in entirety see the second one. You know what, the second one's really long, and it's just sort of like, we're going to get you ready for the third one. So if you didn't like the third one, you're probably not going to like the second one at all. But the Kraken uh-huh. does make an appearance in the second one, and it just kind of shows up dead in the third one. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Spoiler for uh, the Pies of the Caribbean coach. <laughs> yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean 3. Did you, no, did, any, did, did you, I was about to say, did anyone, did you see the fourth one? I did, I saw it in 3D. No! Yeah. Was it real bad? Um, it I mean, looked too bad. It's, it's not bad. I don't know, I enjoyed it. Again, I, I don't know, I, I can pretty much watch Johnny Depp in like any movie, because I just think he's a really good actor, uh, and I'll just like enjoy it. I like his performance, I like uh, the whole Keith Richards thing, and Keith Richards showed up again, so I'm not gonna... Did he? Yeah. You're not gonna hate? Yeah, I'm not gonna hate. Can't hate on on, on Keith. No, no man, come on, Johnny Depp was in Dead Man. It's... That's right. <laughs> very similar movies. Yeah, no, it was exactly this. He literally is playing William Blake from Dead Man again in. What <laughs> if the they took uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and put him into Dead Man? I would watch that. Yeah, was... I would totally watch that. Oh man, and you just follow getting chased by Iggy Pop. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and and he's also Ed Wood in that movie. So what I'm trying to say is, it's a movie where every single Johnny Depp character, it's like an alter, like all the dimensions collide. Okay. Like everyone who's ever played, hands. they've got a band to get, they have to have a Justice League of Depp. That would be, okay. Alright, I'm down, yeah. And everyone wins, like old ladies, they'll be like, oh, how dreamy. <laughs> uh, you get to see... Uh, Sweeney Todd and Edward Scissorhands kicks some ass. They could fight aliens. They could fight the Skrulls. So what I'm trying to say is Samuel L. Jackson shows up at the end of every single Johnny Depp movie. Okay. And he repeats them for a very special group. Okay. They're called 
The Avengers. The Avengers. That's okay. That was. I knew you were building the something there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a different name. No, and, like, it was I was say Defenders, but that was a real thing. That was yeah. also real. What if? All right. So about what if like all these Johnny Depp's get together in this like one place, and then mm. like one of them has seen the movie The One, and just <gasps> decides to start killing off all the Johnny Depp's to become the one ultimate Johnny Depp. Oh shit! That's awesome. <laughs> what Johnny Depp do you think would win? Benny and June? I think, <laughs> I think it would be uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, good call. I, oh, wait, which, which Hunter S. Thompson? Oh, the uh, Fear and Loathing one. Yeah, Fear and Loathing. Like Mr. Magoo, his way into, like, accidentally killing everyone else. Okay, I could see that. Like, do you not really keep like, oh, oh, there's a, oh, there's a penguin in here, and he, like, uh, knocks over a chandelier. And just, that, like, and, t- and takes out Captain Jack Sparrow. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, I could see that. Shit, I would watch this movie. This would be an awesome movie. So first they fight the Skrulls, then they have to fight each other. Yes! Oh, I would so watch this movie. Alright. <laughs> Let's pitch Tony? this. Tony Hawk, are you listening? Yeah, Tony. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Do you think that you could set this up? He knows everyone. He does know everybody. That's why we always ask him for stuff. Yeah, he is kind of like Santa Claus. <laughs> but He's a skateboarding Santa Claus. Is the skateboard? Oh my god, that's another movie that's that another movie that has the- Why hasn't that been made yet? <laughs> what that? That's like the ultimate kids movie. Like, how come Tim Allen, when he was the Santa Claus, why wasn't he skateboarding around at some point? Like that, like any Santa Claus movie. Why has Santa Claus never been skateboarding? I mean, like it, all it, the reindeer get sick, and like Santa's got to go down a half pipe or something like that to get to your house. It writes itself. It does. It writes itself. I mean, look, if we can do this, anybody can do this, right? Like, yeah. come on, guys. Ma- make the skateboarding Santa Claus movie. Make the Johnny Depp, the one movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I really hope that they kill off the Mad Hatter Johnny Depp real fast. That would have to be the first one to go. But I think I, that they that would just happen immediately. Like, like Sweeney Todd would just be like, no, this isn't, you're not, you're not staying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, I get, both these movies are gold. I agree. Was so did, Tim Burton did the two Batman films before he started using Johnny Depp in every movie, or yeah? Because okay. I think right after that, because eighty nine was Batman. Yes. Ninety two was Batman Returns. Okay. And I was going to say, was Johnny Depp in one of the Batman's? We just didn't know. Oh, I don't know. That would uh, that would be. I'd be curious to see when they first got together, but I imagine it was on Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I think so. Was this was 90. Actually, that was 90. That, so. Really? That was 90? Okay. Yeah. So maybe he's in Returns. Maybe maybe he is. Probably not. Um, Wait, he was in... Wasn't he in one of the Halloweens? I know he's not. Yes. No, he was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's right. He was like the boyfriend. And that would be the first... He would be that, that would be the first Johnny Depp to die. Oh, in the same exact way. In the exact same way. He wouldn't see it, he'd be like, not again. He'd look at the camera, and he'd kind of, like, mug to it, like, oh, here we go. Like in Spaceballs? Yeah. <laughs> this movie also breaks the fourth wall. Just constantly. 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 <laughs> so welcome to another edition of Griefed, everybody. Um, Alex. Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> this, is our, this is our second take. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> We've recorded for a good 20, 30 minutes, and it all lo- got lost somehow. Uh, you missed some good talk of the movie Leap Year? Yeah, well, I actually thought you were going to try and recreate that. I'm kind of happy you didn't. Uh, you know what? I, lightning doesn't strike twice, except for the fact that I'm doing it now. Exactly. But the fact that I, I that I'm calling that out makes it okay? Yeah, no, totally. Does <laughs> work? Uh, yeah. Cool. That's it. <laughs> that's it. We can all go home. I kind of, yeah. I, I, that's, that's been grief for this week. No, so what, what have you been playing this week? All right. Uh, well, a bunch of stuff. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to start off with a little Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Oh, nice. How is that? Uh, I like it. Yeah. Um, more actiony? It's a lot more actiony, and I gotta say that they added, like, more automatic weapons to it. Really? Okay. Um, which, I mean, might seem out of place that a writer would be using a submachine gun. Yeah, it's a little weird. Like, an, like a little SMG, but, uh, but it works better. Like, it makes it a little bit more enjoyable to have the combat move faster. Like, uh, and, like, the nail gun and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. Um, so... Is it now are the same enemies from before? Or are there anything? anything it's, it's even by that you mean like a bunch of dudes in overalls that go like and like yeah, that's pretty uh, much uh, it. Yeah, and, and swipe hatchets at you. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are some new ones. Uh, there's like one called the splitter that like when you shoot them they like split into smaller guys. Really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and there's like other giant kind of brutish guys with like um, one's got like a table saw. Okay. Like coming at you, like type thing, and um, so yeah, and it's like it's cool. It's like Twilight Zoney. It's like it's like kind of like a shorter story. I think about a little over a third done with the story side, and I've been doing uh, the fight till dawn mode. Oh, okay. So wait, what is this? What is this? Comp- so this isn't just regular story mode. No, so this is story mode, and then it started as as the southern mode, and it's ten minute long, horde like wave based. Um, and you have, like, a multiplier and everything. Okay. It's just combat. I mean, that's just combat in, like, different places, like, um, like, graveyards and things like that. And, um, and, uh, it's pretty much you just have to, again, survive for ten minutes until it becomes a light out. Okay. And it's actually pretty fun, like, uh, you know, again, because the combat's a lot faster now. Yeah. But it's the same basic thing, you're still holding a light on someone. Right. Mm-hmm. Until you can shoot him. Until you can shoot, yeah. Uh, but it's actually, like, I've found it's actually felt pretty tense. Really? Uh, because there's so many guys coming at you, and there's no one backing you up, and you have to just constantly be moving. And the more transcripts that you get in the regular game, the more ammo boxes you unlock. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a round mode. Uh, yeah, so there's actually, like, incentive to kind of go back and forth and, like, kind of see how well you do. Yeah. Once you've gotten more stuff. So I think for, I think it's a good package for 15 bucks. And nice. being a fan of Original Island Lake, I mean, it's just nice having, like, it's... This feels like a side episode. This does not feel like part two. This feels like if there was just like a, a spin-off one shot. This would be it. Yeah, this would be it. Okay. And I mean I hope they make a proper game instead of keep doing things like this, but I think it works. I mean, are they talking about making a proper game? An Alan yeah, they've, they've teased that there's gonna be an Alan okay. I didn't know if when they had teased that if they were just referring to this. Or if they're just referring to more things like this, more episodes. I've not okay. beaten this, but the rumor is that this ends with Alan Wake will return. Okay. So. All right. Well, there you go then. Yeah. Look out uh, for more Alan Wake. Yeah. Uh, but I've been liking that, and uh, what else have <laughs> been playing? Now this is uh, uh, pretty much other than 
that on console, just been playing a lot of stuff on the Vita. Okay. Um, I've been playing some Persona 3 Portable. Nice. Uh, which... Which PSP is, game. Which is a PSP game uh, that I downloaded uh, through the PSN. Um, crazy expensive that for that one. It was 40 still, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All the, all the Personas, I believe, are still 40. They are. It's yeah. crazy. And um, that game was weird. That game's yeah, really that game's weird. weird. So yeah, you're you're not actually you're not walking around in this one now. Uh, oh, you just unlike cursor. original Persona Three, you're just yeah, you're just a cursor. <laughs> All right. I mean, it it just feels weird that that's kind of like I guess it kind of takes away from some of the interaction stuff. I mean, I still like it. Like you're just kind of, I guess the. The good part about that is you are just jumping into the next thing. That is actually that is the one thing that I really liked about having it just be the cursor, and I found myself enjoying it more at first, but then kind of just like losing touch with it because there there wasn't the main character there that I was watching, and you know I guess it's less immersion type of thing, you know. Yeah, I can see I can definitely see that happening. I'm only three hours in, um, which is nothing. In no, Persona. you've got a long way to go in Persona Three. I think I've done probably like. One floor of battles total. Um, oh really? Yeah, and I mean it's so similar to Persona. 4. I mean, obviously it came first, but like it's very similar to Persona Four. Um, I played as the regular male character. I didn't do the female, which is like the Fez version. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, did you play that one? Um, I actually I'm going through just the guy as well, and then yeah, in, in the original, I have the Fez edition, but I don't actually think I ever even. I just got it on Amazon one day. It was just, like, on sale. And <laughs> I never actually I really mean, played They added, like, tens of hours more to that game, yeah. right? Yeah. There's so much to that stuff. And it's just, I love, like, again, I love Persona 4. But those Persona games are so serious. deep. Great. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, and this game, I mean, it's, they definitely all have a formula. Yes. Um, but I have to stop to say they're, I mean, they're still some of the best, I would say, maybe even... For me, the last few years, probably, you know, some of the top, you know, JRPGs. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially four was four was above and beyond. Just kind of all the other ones. Um, I mean, that just had a great like. I mean, I guess I'm, I feel spoiled going from four back to three. Yeah. I love the characters in four, and I, I love the stuff. Like, I really liked that game. Um, and for this one, like, it seems a little like I'm not quite attached, as attached immediately as I was. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, and I feel like that was a thing too. I feel like Persona Four in general. Like, I feel like people just like immediately just like latched onto these characters. Like, okay, you know, I love Yusuke and Chie and all that stuff. And I mean, they're getting their own fighting game. I can't wait for that. That's I gonna can't be awesome. wait. <laughs> that game's gonna be amazing. Um, even if it's not. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and actually, the Persona Three uh, uh protagonist is in that. Is he really? Yeah. Nice. Um, nice. Oh, that's pretty cool then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Persona Three PSP. Just, it's good. It's very uh, good. Keep with it. Um, I, need to, I need to still buy Persona Two on uh, on the PSN. I got. I bought yes. the other two. So I've already filled up my uh, memory card. Uh, <laughs> nice. So I'll be needing to get a new one. Um, but uh, yeah, other stuff on the Vita. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uncharted. Uh, nice. How, how are you liking that one? Uh, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit. Uh, more lukewarm towards it. Okay. Um, I feel like that's kind of the general consensus about it, right? 
Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the motion controls, at, well, like, originally, like, I mean, even, like, I, I still actually kind of stand by the painting of, you know, kind of climbing the ledges, but everything else, uh, it's just kind of unnecessary. You don't have to do it, which is a nice thing. They're not actually forcing you. Um, but things like, uh, you know, just balancing when you're going over logs and things like that. Right. Just... It just doesn't really work that well. Um, and it's kind of the stuff from, like, a lot of people have been comparing it to Uncharted 1, and that's kind of what it feels like. Feels like yeah. Um, and there's photography mechanics in it. That is just so, so weird to me. Like, Nathan Drake should be, like, being dashing and, like, doing, like, crazy, you know, things and getting hurt. You should be like stopping to take a picture of a barrel or a sign. That's it's just act- so mundane things that he's taking pictures. It's not even like, come on. I mean, again, if it was Pokemon, uh, that would be a great addition that to the. To fine. The, yeah. Put Pokemon just into that world. Yeah, and you're just Nathan Drake yeah. taking pictures of Pokemon. Um, but yeah, there's just little things like that that kind of stop that game from being really good. Uh, I still think it looks really good, um, but it's you know, it's not the best no uh, but yeah other than that uh escape plan which is nice. uh, all touch based uh black and white uh also like a, a kind of a puzzle game um that game's okay uh it's pretty good just it feels like it could have been an ios game right and it's got uh, a and high price tag to it right yeah it's about 50 i think it's like all right 15 bucks um it's asking a lot yeah, and it's like it's all touch controls, which is cool. I mean, it's good that like it's getting you know, to show off the tech. Yeah, but um, but not everything works no. every time that you try to do it, and like okay. you're graded by how many gestures and touches you do. So if a character gets kind of like stuck on something, and you keep having to swipe to finally make him do it, you lose points and you lose your rank. Like you know, it, it's just little things like that get a little frustrating. Um, I think the art style is really cool. Uh, it's like kind of black and white, cartoony looking. Okay. Uh, film grain and things on it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's okay. I'm still going to keep going with them. It, you know, it seems like there's a lot to it, so it might get a lot deeper as you go on. Um, Tales from Space Mutant Blob's Tech. Uh, nice. Great. Um, like 50s cartoony sci fi nice. art style. Um, like the edges rounded like you're in a CRT and like a. Nice. Who, uh, you're just a blob and you're absorbing everything uh, to be able to get be a big enough blob to move around to the next area. Nice. And, uh, Katamari-esque. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's good. And you the know, Katamari game hasn't come out on the Vita yet, right? It is, it is out. Oh, it is out? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've heard mixed things. They just added touch controls to it. And it's oh, called really? the Katamari, and it was out for two weeks without touch without controls. Touch, that's alright, well. They could, yeah. That's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, and other than that, uh, Unit 13, which is a new game from Zipper. Uh, the SOCOM, the SOCOM guys. It's yeah. just a demo of that. And, um, yeah, just a tactical uh, third-person shooter. Does it feel like SOCOM? Yeah. Did, did you ever play the SOCOM for PSP? I did not. Okay. It probably feels exactly like that. Okay. Um, I mean, it looks pretty good. Uh, you know, it seems to fire all right. Um, weird thing about it, everyone's obsessed with your beard. Um, you play a guy what? with a beard. Okay. And people just comment on it, and they're like, oh, nice beard. Like, hey, beard, what are you doing here, beardy? 
and um, they just they love your beard, and it's super weird. That's I'm so weird. Do you think that's gonna like have a greater effect on the story in the end? Like your beard is like oh. literally the terrorist you're going for. Oh my god, your beard betrays you. That would be amazing. If 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 the story went that way. If the story Look, went to the Unit point thirteen of isn't out yet. Are you guys listening? Zipper. zipper. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. We know we're Zipper. <laughs> just talk to the guys at Zipper. Make them know that the only way that this game can end is your beard has to betray you. And they become and you become Santa Claus. And on yeah. Skateboard. Was Santa Claus ever in the Tony Hawk games? Oh, I mean, it would make sense, right? Like a skateboarding Santa, like how would you not find that funny? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they had some like other weird addition, like just like random characters in those Tony Hawk games. Yeah. All right. Great. Was all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's that? Uh, the collection coming out? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, know if it's been dated yet. I think there's there. Tony Hawk was going to be saying something uh, at. E three, E three or GDC? I don't know why it would be oh, GDC. GDC is this week. Yeah, it's, I think it might be happening. No, oh, it's like GDC? tomorrow. Where are you going? We're we gonna have a grief griefed podcast from GDC. Are we? Are we already at GDC? This we week? might actually be at GDC right now. We're we're we are right now at GDC, but we didn't get tickets. We weren't invited, so we're just hanging out in our hotel room, uh, hoping that somebody exactly. walks by. Yeah. Skyping oh. still, though, because that's just how we do it. Oh, hey, Tony Hawk. It's Tony Hawk. Oh, Tony Hawk here. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Yeah, oh, yeah. just uh, get whatever you want out of the mini uh, fridge. Not the uh, peanuts. Friends, no, friends. put the peanuts back. Tony, put the peanuts back. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I was playing Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Oh, nice. Yeah, how are you like that? Um, uh, I mean, Peter already talked to, to Death when he kind of guested with us last week. Um, oh, that's right. Death, but uh, it was good. Um, everything you said, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think that Mass Effect 3 is going to be pretty good. Well, that's less than uh, a week away. Yeah. Or if you were able to get one of the ones that they sent up into space, uh, you're playing it right now. Yeah. And also, have I hope you had fun in space. Yeah, I hope you had fun in space. They literally landed 20 minutes away from me. I can't believe I didn't go and get. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, well, such an idiot. No, I mean, and I, I don't even know if I would have started playing it yet because I would have wanted I mean it would have given me the ultimate incentive to finish Mass Effect 2 immediately and then start Mass Effect 3 but I literally would have just wanted to like bring it and and just kind of show it off to you and Pete and be like hey uh, yeah I just got this how's it did you guys get it yet no yeah you didn't oh mine was in space mine was yeah did you oh you you guys didn't get ones that fell from space oh sorry yeah this is oh I'm sorry oh my disc is kind of dusty it's got all this moon moon (laughs) dust on it you can you my my disc is uh, portable. I don't know if you know that. You can actually shoot a portal onto my desk. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, what have you been shooting portals onto in games? I haven't been playing Portal, if that's what you're asking. But yeah. um, I have been playing. I've been playing some more uh, Azura's Wrath. Oh, is it crazy? It is crazy, and I've played more than I played last time when I would really only like. Uh, just a chapter or two into it last time I remember what it was. Uh, but it is, it's crazy. I, I really like the fighting sequences. Uh, yeah, I've actually gotten to move around some, which is insane. But literally, the, the game is, it's like cutscene after cutscene until you're going to fight someone. And then you keep fighting until you uh, uh, max out your uh, this one uh, gauge that you have, this yeah. burst gauge, and then you hit the burst gauge button. 
And if you and that's and you're going to be like uh, going straight at whatever the main character boss character that you're going to be uh, attacking is. And then once you hit it, it goes into like a quick time event thing, and that'll eventually lead to another cutscene. Or if you're like me and you miss the guy that you're trying to uh, dash at, you, you, you <laughs> sort of all over again. You, no, it doesn't. It doesn't knock it all the way down, but it's just like you just have to kind of get another combo system out of it, and just like uh, hit him like five more times, and you'll build it back up, and then try it again. But oh. it's good. It's is it's a lot of fun. It's 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 an anime. Like I like anime. I mean, is it just an anime with X button presses? I don't want to say yes, but <laughs> yes, it's kind of. I mean, because there is, like, you know, the fighting aspect to it in, uh, sort of in between the levels, and, like, sometimes they'll just be, like, throwing, like, dozens of fodder enemy guys at you, and you just have to keep taking them all down. Um, yeah. But, I mean, so outside of, like, outside of the battles, yeah, it's kind of just an anime with with some That's... button presses. But, you know, but it's it's sort of, um, uh, Dragon's Lair-ish, in a way. Well, yeah, that's... Except that the, the button presses don't matter whatsoever. The, everything's going to go on pretty much exactly the same, whether so, you hit those button presses or not. So it's like if Heavy Rain had no stakes. Yeah, sort of. Um, but no, but I mean, it still just seems like you, you, you go for the insanity. Yes. And you stay for the X buttons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You go for the insanity. Like, at this one point uh, recently, like, my guy grew six arms and was just, like, going nuts. And then he had all of them destroyed, and so then he's just been like headbutting guys and like just kicking them. So amazing! It's insane. Like, I don't know, like that that kind of game. I feel like I can if they if they go that crazy to the point when you're just like dumbfounded at every turn, then I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, the crazier, the better. It's um, it's fun, you know. And I, I'm gonna. I'm only. I've only There's still Panzer the... Dragoon type parts, though, right? There are not quite as much awesome? as the fighting. Like you start off uh, in a Panzer Dragoon esque part, and then there are a couple more later. Not, but they're kind of scattered around. There's not uh, all that many of them. Oh, okay. Most of the time, it's a uh, like a third person brawler type of situation. Roughly. Yeah, but you, but you can also while you can also shoot uh, like. While, while there is no uh, lock-on type of thing for it, uh, you can still shoot uh, like the uh, laser beams and, and things sure, like that. Sure, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, um, like all the I time, just, so. like the brawling stuff didn't feel great, just because uh, I it, felt like you you didn't you couldn't really tell all the time when you were um, like how much damage or anything you were doing to someone. No, no one actually has really damage gauges for the most part. Like you're just. I mean, the the bad guys, or not the bad guys, but the, like the fodder enemies will eventually, you know, die. But for any of the bosses, you're literally just you're getting that burst gauge up and then hitting burst, and that's and that's how you're ending it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's no. not like you're you're not whittling down health bars or anything like that for the bosses. And that's fine. You know, it's a, it's an interesting way to do yeah. it. And, and and again, I mean, like I think as long as the payoff is there, exactly, with craziness, then it's fine. I agree. Uh, what else you got? Uh, I picked up SSX. Ooh! Yeah. You've been pretty excited about this. I've been very excited about SSX. I'm a big SSX fan, as you know. Yeah. Uh, I wasted a lot of time on SSX and SSX Tricky, uh, and then SSX on Tour. Not so much on SSX 3, which is... I hope that's not the good one. SSX 3? Yeah. No, SSX 3 was really good. Um, oh, it was? Yeah, that was like the Open Mountain one. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that was uh-huh. actually, it was very good. Uh, it was just, I had just been playing so much tricky. Like I was I pretty much played tricky every day up until SSX three came out. Wow. And then SSX three came out, and I was just like, I think I'm just gonna keep playing tricky because I've got everything unlocked already. <laughs> In, uh oh yeah no actually no SSX three was a good one. Okay, was yeah, it yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, Blur was the one that's... Blur that's... was the Wii one, yeah. That one yeah. is not all that great, but I do have it. Um, that's it, yeah, whatever. It was another yeah, SX game, so I was fine with it. But again, so the new one, originally this one was going to be all gritty and stuff like that. I uh, think, no, I think when they showed that off, that was just, they were showing off one aspect of it, because that thing is, that, that gritty, that's the Deadly Descent stuff. Like, okay, so, that was like E3 like two years ago. Yeah, because there's no way that they have... Well, I mean, I guess there is a possible way. But as in my mind, there's no way that they were able to get all the mountains and, and all like this geo-mapping technology that they have for yeah. it like up and running in, in that little of time. Like, the, I have to imagine that they had... You know, they're, they're, they decided that they were going to split the game up into these you know different kinds of things, that they were going to be doing all this geo-mapping, and then they showed off this Deadly Descent stuff, which is like the uh, very uh-huh. new mode and completely you know against what you would done previously in the SSX games, and just kind of showed it off that time, and I guess it did actually say SSX Deadly Descent, and everyone was just like, what the hell's going on right now? Yeah. So that, that would be, yeah. But, so, uh, yeah. I mean, there's like loadouts to this one? Yeah, yeah, you, there's there are epic boards, there's rare boards, there's like a, a purple and, and uh, green, and like all different colored boards, like you're playing an RPG, um, which is, you know, very cool. Uh, and so yeah, you can. I mean, as, from everything I've seen so far, there you start off with some pretty decent equipment, and nothing you can really buy for. I mean, the most of the stuff that you see that you can that you can buy is not up to the standard that your starting equipment is. But then every so often, because the loadouts are constantly changing, like every time you enter like a new menu, I think yeah. uh, the loadout will completely change, and you'll see like. You know, maybe one or two boards that are just like, oh, there's, you know, this one actually does have a, a decent speed rating, even if the trick rating is, you know, a little bit less than what I had before. So it's oh. interesting just so that you'll end up, you know, using different boards for different situations and things like that. And, uh, so, but before you go on to a mountain, so will you have to, like, will it tell you, like, you are not using the right equipment? Or yes. do you just, oh, yeah. okay. There's, there's actually, um, at the bottom of the, of the, um, of the screen when you're in the mission sort of uh, what a menu, it'll mm-hmm. tell you your survivability percentage at the bottom. Oh, okay. That's so cool. it'll, it'll, it'll let you know if you're like completely um, undergeared for the situation. Yeah, which is like the first the first deadly descent. It says that you need to have uh, gear, and if you don't do d- gear, if you just take off all the the uh, what the armor, it gives you like a four percent chance of making it to the bottom. Oh wow! But the the very first one was actually kind of easy. It was called trees, and you just kind of have to just keep going, just not hit too many trees. Okay. Uh, the, so I was I, I was able to do that, and you get a silver trophy for it too. Oh. Wow. And then the second one was is like all ice, and I tried to do that one without the ice axes, and that is much more difficult. That was frustrating as well. So, um, pretty much mode wise, then I mean. How many different kinds of like event type things are there? So you know, it's it's race it and it's trick it, um, and that's pretty much. Compare it to snowboard kids. <laughs> I don't think. Um, I guess it's like snowboard kids grown up. Okay, so it's like snowboard grown up. <laughs> yeah, snowboard grown ups. So you Chris this Rock, is a pretty Adam Sandler. 
and Kevin James. Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't watch regular grown ups, I'd watch snowboard grown ups. I would watch snowboard grown ups, yeah. Alright, so you think this game is pretty neat, right? I think this game is awesome. So you think that they're pretty cool borders? Yeah, it's pretty, they're, they're pretty cool borders, too. <laughs> I love cool borders, too. <laughs> cool borders, too, is really good. <laughs> Compared to cool borders, too, which one's better? Oh, God. Um, I gotta go. You know what? I haven't, I haven't given SSX enough play, as much playtime as I've given cool borders, too, over the years. So I gotta, you know, up the playtime a little bit, and then maybe next week I'll be able to give a much better comparison between cool borders, too, and SSX. But it's a lot of fun. There's there's so many mountains. There's uh, a couple of different modes. You can you start off with just uh, one rider, and then you you'll start unlocking more members of your team later. Uh, okay. Throughout like uh, throughout the nine deadly descents, uh, there's just like the nine uh, main places that you're going to be going to 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 sort of recruit these members. You know, sort of it's, like, it's kind of like Mass Effect two without the mining, and you're just snowboarding the whole time. So you're actually going to make it to all the missions then? <laughs> Uh, if <laughs> this time around, I don't know. Uh, it, it depends on if my uh, snowboard is going to crash and I'm going to lose half of my crew by the end of this or not. With <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome if you had to go on a suicide mission. At the end, end of the SSX, that would be su- the last Deadly Descent was like, only one of you us is going to make all it. Have jo- you're all Johnny Depp's. You're all Johnny Depp's. And who- different movies. <laughs> I-, I thought you said Johnny Gat at first. I wish Johnny yeah. Gat leads a team, a gang of Johnny Depp's. What if Johnny Depp played Johnny Gat in a movie? I'd be down with that. I'd see that. Yeah, I'd see a Saints Row movie. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I think it'd be terrible. It'd probably, probably be awful. Well. I'd still see it. What else you gotta say about about, about uh, Cool Borders Two? <laughs> cool Borders Two, um, pick it up on eBay now. That's probably the only place you're gonna be able to find it. Or my a flea market near you. Do you really? Yeah. Nice. How much will we pay for it, America? Yeah, how much? Make us a, make us an uh, offer. Send us an email at griefedpodcast at gmail.com and make us an offer for Alex's copy of Cool Borders 2. I'll autograph it, or I'll autograph someone else's name. <laughs> I will autograph Johnny Depp. <laughs> you, I, you, wait, I, no, you'll autograph Johnny Depp? You'll sign Johnny Depp? <laughs> sign Johnny Depp and send him to give you my copy of Cool Borders 2. We know him. We know so, him. Like, we can just, like, Tony Hawk, can you get Johnny Depp on the phone? Yeah, put the peanuts Tony- down, Tony Hawk. Put the peanuts down. Get Johnny Depp on the phone, please. Tony Hawk is our secretary. <laughs> In case you're wondering, it's that actually was- kind of a wacky movie that we have. He plays a snow up uh, a snowboard, a skateboarding secretary. That we finally give him his big break. It's what? What's this one called? Skateboarding uh, secretary. <laughs> the Hawk. The uh, man, I, 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 yeah. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Alright, no, but uh, anything else? SSX? No, SSX is really good. I'm just going to keep playing. You know, I'm having issues with the controller, but it's not like uh, the SSX controller uh, or the control scheme. It's literally just how I hold my PlayStation 3 controller now. I found, do you know the, uh, like, uh, if you play, like, Monster Hunter on the PSP, there was a control, you know, this sort of a way to hold the PSP called the claw, where you'd put like your index finger uh, over the the uh, the up and left buttons, so that you're gonna so instead of having it on top of the the L1 button. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So you can like sort of rock between any of the any of the the D-pad buttons. 
So I find myself doing that with the PS3 controller now. So so I, do you just end up hitting the wrong buttons all the time? I end up not being able to do some of the tricks. Like, I'll be trying to do, like, tricky mode tricks, and I'll be like, oh, my, my hand is in the completely <laughs> wrong spot. Some tricky tricks? Yeah, I'm trying to do some tricky tricks. And oh, just, man. Yeah, so, you know, first world problems and all. But I just, got, I just got Tricky Tricks' new album. <laughs> did you? Did that yeah. drop this week? Yeah, it did. It's hot. <laughs> it's, it was pretty hot. It was pretty Good hot. Job. Scalding. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so actually, um, we did just mention the uh, the griefed podcast email, and we got an email this week, Alex. Oh my God, we did. We got an email this week uh, from Nicholas Dunn, brother of hey. Andrew Dunn. Hi, Andrew. Is Andrew there? No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm like, I'm just saying it as like you I know. Mean, he is like, your roommate, so I wouldn't wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, I'm there. just saying hi. Oh, hey, Andrew, how's it going? Hey. Do those dishes. Hey, hey Nicholas, how's it going? Hey Nick, thanks for writing in. Yeah, thanks for writing in. So let me just uh, let me let me read out the email. Uh, hey, I listened to the most recent episode on DLC. Good stuff. My one recommendation would be a better mic for each of the main podcasters. And yes, there were some inside jokes I had no idea about. But overall, good stuff. Thanks, Nick. Yes. See, you know, we reward the people that go back to the archives. Yes. Um, this is a, a mythology. Again, okay. we discussed it uh, the first episode. You gotta go back and find it. I won't find it for you. It's not, that's uh, not what we do. That's not what we do. I know it sounds like I'm being kind of dismissive uh, to the general fan base right now. But they're sorry. That's just not what we do. Sorry. Yeah. You can't tell us what to do. We're artists. <laughs> No, it's not true at all. <laughs> no, um, actually, no. Thank you so much for uh, writing in, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Appreciate that. And, yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. And, and, and anyone else? Um, yes, we are trying to work out better um, recording methods. Uh, at the time, was really by the seat of our pants. We just had a bunch of friends, and we wanted to, you get know, include them and uh, you know, really just kind of get like a kind of a panel thing going about games because um, yeah. like them. Yeah. Uh, but we're but, we're yeah we're gonna try and do a couple of things with the recording and see if we can actually get this thing to sound a little bit better. Uh, yes. She sent me sent me a a link to a thread on Cheap Ass Gamer, oh, really? <laughs> how, and showing me how they record, and it was and it was pretty good ideas in there. Uh, just about sort of each of us recording our own vocal track, which I never actually thought of. Yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, Should have wow. thought of that. But I did not. You know, uh, we, what we meant to say was we were already going to do that. Yeah, that was actually that's in the budget. If you'd seen the budget, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, uh, it I was guess a Google Docs. So. So we only shared it between the two of us. But in the budget, there was better podcasting. Better, po- better podcast hosts. Better podcast hosts. Hiring <laughs> better people. So wait, so are you saying that if we were to get two Johnny Depp's to replace us? Ooh, which two Johnny Depp's would you get? <sighs> Edward Scissorhands. He's not very talkative. No, he's Edward not. Radio. Terrible radio. And uh, Fear and Loathing. Okay, so... you wouldn't even need a talkative Johnny Depp after that. Uh, I would get The Tourist. <laughs> no, uh, no, God, no, you didn't say The Tourist. <laughs> uh, that and um, Chocolat. <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, yeah. yeah. That'd be a good show. That'd be pretty good. Uh, so it's called Dude, where's my chocolate? <laughs> so this week on Griefed, our yeah. our topic 
Because this is the spookiest day of them all. Yeah, that's true. This only comes around once every four years. This is the true Halloween, if you didn't know. This is originally where Halloween came from, but people liked it so much. They like getting candy so much. It was like, you know, just put it in October. October sounds spooky. Whatever. So we're going to be talking about some survival horror games. Ooh. (laughs) That was 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 kind of weak, wasn't it? That was was a little bit weak. It wasn't bad. Yeah, um, I think this is a genre that um, we both like but don't always have the balls to play. No, I I quit so many games so early. (laughs) And I buy a lot of them because I like playing them. Yeah, and I think that, like... um, like, I think it's a genre that's, like, really exciting to start. And, like, I think it, like, if it is a legitimately scary game, it will, like, fry your nerves. Yes. To the yes. point that it's hard to finish. And the funny thing is, is that when people watch you play it, they're not scared at all. They're just like, what the hell is going on right now? This is, are I, you really I, jumping? Games with, as corny sounds, games with jump scares still get me. Like, okay. Dead Space. Like, yeah. watching someone play Dead Space is still scary to me. That's, yeah. Dead Space is good. There's, there's the thing about survival horror is that there's nothing quite like the atmosphere of a good survival horror game. Yeah. Just from like the, I, the immediacy of once you start it, you're just like, I am in a different world than I am used to in video games right now. I'm, I'm, was, in, I'm in a creepy place. What was the first survival horror game that you played? Let's take a trip down memory lane. Take a trip down memory lane. A really scarring, memory, scarring terrifying memory lane. I'm trying to think. Was it, was it? There must have been something before Resident Evil. I'm trying to. Th- I can't think of anything before Resident Evil, so I'm just gonna go with that. But what? I know. Was, were there any? Well, what about like Friday the Thirteenth and like on NES? Would that yeah. count? I mean, technically, that is like the first one. Uh, so yeah. Um, Maniac Mansion. That wasn't really survival horror at all. It was more just. <laughs> I'm trying to think of PC stuff That's that I would have yeah. had before because I always, I I believe it or not, Tiggs, yeah. me buying every game. Yeah. Uh, uh, isn't a new thing. No? No. Really? <laughs> Way too long. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm trying to think, but uh, but I guess Resident Evil was the first one that made an impression on me. Yes, the first one that I can really remember <laughs> playing. I rented a PlayStation from the local Blockbuster. Okay. Um, and rented Resident Evil, I believe in, uh, was it 98 or 97, whenever that came out? Yeah. Um... And I just was glued to it and, like, wanted to shit myself as soon as, like, those dogs jumped out the window. Oh, the dogs jumping out of the window was one of the scariest things that I had ever witnessed in a video game before. That was that was unlike anything that had actually happened to me before. That's, like, the abject terror of just, like, sc- like scrambling for the door. Yes. Like, like I, I think that's, like, the first time in a game that, like, it has been, like, a 3D action type thing and you are just, like, running away from... You know, just constant things just, like, jumping out and, like, coming at you from, you know, different directions in that case. And then when, like, when you see, like, the tyrant for the first time, and you're just like, am I actually going to have to fight this thing right now? This thing, like, this is unlike anything else that I've encountered so far, and this thing is going to destroy me. Um, Well, I mean, like, in the fact that, like, you know, you were conscious of, of resources. Yes in that game and you know you're playing Tetris with your inventory and you're just like oh you had to make sure that you had ink ribbons if you didn't have enough ink ribbons you were screwed you're always just scrounging around for those 
get making sure you had all the herbs that you needed, making sure that you had like combined herbs so that they were taking up less spots. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, after I beat it for real, um, I game genied the shit out of that game. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. And I had like everything in the um, uh, in like the chests that go along, mm-hmm. and um, so you know that that game um, not very scary when you're just carrying a flamethrower with infinite uh, well, fuel. So but I still, cheated later on, but but the first time that I played it, first time uh, there, but you know you defeated it that first time through, and then you're allowed I to did, just go through and just you know I I was able to beat it to get the uh, the rocket launcher. Really? So there's uh, what under time. two hours. Yeah. That's insane. I've never actually beaten it that quickly. I've really wanted to go through it and, and try and do that, but I never actually have. Uh, it took multiple tries of me and a, uh, a middle school friend. And we nice. Did you do it in one day, though? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, all the attempts were in one day as well? Uh, they may have been spread out over a couple rentals okay, of okay. Resident Evil. But, uh, but that game was, I mean, again, that was, like, that was the first, I think that was, like, what popularized. Oh, yeah, definitely. At least for our generation. It's, like, what, you know, the really iconic you and know. like it spoke like the the poor act the poor voice acting the the sort of uh, B movie ish uh, intro movie to the game and everything like that <laughs> like that all just that spoke to a place in I think all of our hearts that just really love shitty movies yeah and I think that like it's funny because if all that like I mean look at the Resident Evil movies I mean yeah. Resident Evil movies really aren't scary no. Um, but I think if you look at that place in time, and like maybe a lot of it's the age, you know, there was such corny shit going yes. on in those games. But I was still scared out of my mind. Yeah. So it's like you could still be called a Jill sandwich, but ten minutes later, I'll be like, "Oh, that's a zombie turning around." I know zombies are in this game. Yeah. And that's scaring me. <laughs> like that. This like the first FM or it wasn't. Yeah. Was it? Well, FM? The first yeah, video. It was the first I, I, video. Yeah, where it's just like the zombie who's like looking down at the ground, like turns up, and just you're just like, oh, shit, shit's real, shit's real right now. Yeah, and uh, you know, like all the, again, all like the the corny aspects aside of it, like I think that the core elements of it, the atmosphere, like you're saying, was so good, and like the mechanics of like, you know, tank controls really worked for them. Yeah, um, you know, it would. It was just like, it was a haunted house, like, and that was yeah. fun. Like, that wasn't something that, you, I mean, that, it was something that they did better than, you know, the original haunted house on Atari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know, arguably one of the first survival horror games. <laughs> yes. It, it's it, on it, our list. It is on our list. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and, and, you know, pretty much... We have a list. We do have a list. You know, from Resident Evil... Uh, you know, one and two. Uh, two being so, uh, I love two. Two took sort of like it was you know the game style, game play of Resident Evil, and then sort of expanded everything about it. it the, the way that you could go through with each character, and how you would actually see like yourself as that character in the other character's game doing something when you played through it the second time was just sort of phenomenal. Yeah, and. I mean, yeah, like, the scale is just so much bigger. Like, I thought the, you know... Sort of t- taking it just, out of, like, the, the indoor environment that sort of that was the entirety of Resident Evil 1 for the most part. Right? Yeah, and I think that the claustrophobia for one, where it's kind of like... <laughs> this analogy doesn't really hold up, but, like, alien to alien. I was going to make the sense, exact same like, analogy. 
in the sense that it's just like it's a such a bigger scale that's just like oh shit nothing's okay like yeah resident evil 3 way better than alien 3 though by the just you know uh, a lot better and resident evil 3 is pretty scary too yeah you're just running the whole damn time like oh god that's damn. pretty that's pretty smart yeah there's just constant sense of urgency like which was sort of missing from Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2. You could clear out a room, then you'd be okay. You could, like, you know, you could chill out for a little while. You couldn't really do that in Resident Evil 3. No. <laughs> it was, you know, again, it was, that was concentrated. And I don't think there's, I can't think of a game since that's really done anything like that. No, neither can I. It was, uh, yeah, it was a total novel concept, just for the series and just in general. It was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> just, a, just a full chase the entire time. Uh, and Silent Hill, uh, the Switch. Uh, Switch it up series. a little bit. A little bit more psychological horror that in the. I mean, still very scary. But um, even more atmosphere. Like, especially yeah. with, with, like, uh, lighting effects and, like, how. Especially when, you know, Silent Hill 2 came around and there you just be, like. You know, well, like the Pyramid Head fight where you're just, like, in this room that's completely closed off. The first well, was fight. One, I felt like it was, like, kind of. Like it, it really expanded, you know, kind of the genre a bit because you weren't a, you know, in Resident Evil at by that point because I think only what one and two were out when Silent Hill was out. Yeah, I think one, so. Maybe not even two. Maybe not even two. Um, I mean, like you know, in that one you were like a you know someone that's like a military person. Yes. And kind of in Silent Hill, you know, making you just like a. You know, normal dude, just lost. Dude. Yeah, like I, I think that like you kind of taking a little bit more power away. Yeah, um, and making like making things a little bit more. I guess like with with Resident Evil, it's like yeah, it's an evil corporation. Okay. Yeah. Like in in Silent, it's like oh, this is a t- these are normal. This isn't rich people. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is, like, is not rich people. This these are just people that are fucked up. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, there was almost something a little bit more sinister yes. about what was going on in Silent Hill, and, uh, I really liked it, and 2 just, holy crap, did that two. game up the ante, like, crazy. 2 was, 2 was insane. Um, wasn't there, like, mm-hmm. all the enemy designs in 2, weren't they supposed to be, like, or... They're all, they're all sexual, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all sexual, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, and that, I mean jumping ahead a lot, but like, um, you know, Shattered Memories are pretty much a remake of one, um, brought that in, um, to the Wii version, like, you answer certain questions, you know, with a sexual nature or anything like that, or you do things that, you look at a picture of a scantily clad woman, the monsters will start to form into more, like, phallic, like... It's weird, yeah, and that that was very, that was... Sun Hill Shattered Memories. It, I that is an, ama- the, this that is an game, amazing game. It's really great. And there's no it's it's a remake of uh, you know of well, one sort with, of sort of. I mean it's like it's it's a kind of a reimagining, I guess. Because yeah. um, you're just running the whole time pretty much. Yeah, there's no uh, yeah, there's no combat at all. No, and, you, and people jump on you, you gotta throw them off you and keep running. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, again, like, you're an everyman, you're just a dude. You wouldn't be able to just pick up a gun. Yeah. And be cool with it and be 
a fine, like a perfect shot. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, just start like bashing things in with a pipe or whatever. You know, it's. And, I mean, I guess I could see that happening, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I just think like that. That aspect of it really brought the horror in. Um, yes. So the, the helpless feeling that you have, like, and there's no way yeah. to get out of that helpless feeling because. And I guess like the problem with Silent Hill is like, and, and especially that one, like with like the kind of like the, you know, the evil world or whatever kind of taking over. Like you, you had some, you know, some advanced warning. Yeah. So I mean, like, in from that sense, it's not like Resident Evil Three, where like you're just like, oh, shit can go down. Yeah. You know, uh, with Resident with uh, Silent Hill, rather, like you you get kind of that like split second, like okay. I'm okay right now. The sun is out. We're fine. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I I don't know. I, I, that that was probably one of the last, you know, I think, really true survival horror games that that you're like surviving. Yes. And I think that like, you know, a lot of games like like for instance, a you know for again I guess we're. Sticking on kind of a modern kick going from there. I mean, we're looking at a Dead Space. Yeah. I mean, Dead Space is a, you know, you are still going for resources. You are still getting freaked out. It's still atmospheric. Yeah. Um, but you're just so much better equipped that, you know. It doesn't seem quite as bad, although Dead Space does a lot with atmosphere. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of it's just like the tech thing. Uh, different. Oh, yeah. Just sort of uh, the ability to to light so many different areas and, and just show you exactly what you exactly what they want to show you yeah. you know like when you'll just be <clears throat> sort of waiting for you know an elevator all the lights will go off and they'll start flickering just like a little bit and then just no. monst- monsters will just start pouring that, out of the vents at you that elevator at the beginning of one yes. oh god oh my god just like running to it and like finally just ending and crashing in necromorph yes items. terrifying like and, like, the fact that you can just hear things in the vents all the time, and just like, oh, all right, I know something's going to go really bad. Yeah. And and um, and it wasn't just Monster Closet type of stuff. Like, it was... Did have a lot of... I mean, that it is... did have Monster Closet, yeah. That is kind of, a, 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 you know, a little bit of a bone I have to pick with uh, Dead Spaces. It would, like, like a light would start flashing, and, like, all the doors would shut, and we're like, oh, okay, I have to kill, you know, Ted Necromorphs to move on. But it was always scary. Yeah, I'm still. I'm gonna say I wasn't being myself. Oh, okay, just making I sure was, that the whole everyone on the internet knows that. Oh no, no, I was I was weeping like a little girl. Okay, good. Um, and actually, even the Dead Space for iOS um, is very good and very creepy. It is. It is very good. Very one of the best iOS games, uh, I think. Anyway, one of the prettiest. Yeah, that, yeah, that is. I, they have recreated pretty much what a Dead Space game looks like. It's like pitch perfect. Oh, yeah, it looks so good. Um, what other uh, what other you know survival horror games? Um, you know, right now, I mean, one of the ones I know I couldn't even finish uh, because again, because it was kind of scary. Uh, was Amnesia? Amnesia was terrifying, and there were just parts of Amnesia where it, it was literally all atmosphere and nothing was going to happen and you're just like I, I don't even want to move I don't want to move an inch right now because I think that if I move I'm going to trigger something and things are, and something's going to happen I don't I just want to stand here and just, just wait and, and just like as you would just be running around and things would just start you know, like the environment like you could see like pretty much your sanity or whatever deteriorating yes. 
and just like you know something is gonna like be there when you turn it's just like again abject hair that's a great game on pc um if anyone has not played that um it's always on stale on steam and things yes, like it is. It's, and there's actually a new one coming out oh nice um, they are teaming with the dear esther devs uh the chinese room um uh to do it um and actually the guy that wrote dear esther is going to be writing on uh, the, uh, the new amnesia oh that's awesome yeah it's really cool. I'm, I, I think that's a really cool thing. They're, they're that's going to be really cool, yeah. I'm excited for that now. I didn't know that. Yeah. Just announced last week. Um, yeah, and that's, again, like another one that's... I mean, there's no combat to speak of there. No. Um, and same thing with Fatal Frame. Oh, uh, just taking pictures. You're just a little Japanese girl taking pictures. See, now, if, they, if that was Nathan Drake in Fatal Frame... <laughs> I could get behind like if if that's what Uncharted did a little bit more, I, I could get behind that. If there were like if that was the super uh, the supernatural aspect of the the handheld one, I haven't gotten to the supernatural twist in that, and I don't know if there is one. I just I hope there isn't. Yeah, you know like, it's gonna be. I know, and I'm probably gonna groan at it. Yeah, probably. Um, what are you gonna do? Yeah, at least they're not avatars. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I love you, Uncharted Two. You were my favorite games, but that ending was so weird. <sighs> they fruit, and now the blue! <laughs> Pick up the, make sure you get their crossbows, or else you're not going to be able to get through the section at all. Yeah. Um, not a survival horror game, though, oddly enough. No, you know, some might say. Some might uh, say. But, you know, one, again, uh, actually, one that I had down that, um, you know, I was, I was over defensive about calling survival horror game is Minecraft. Yes. So yeah, um, explain yourself. Okay. So um, I mean, if there's like three people that don't know what Minecraft is, um, <laughs> and they all happen to listen to this podcast, and they all happen to listen to this podcast, definitely. And I, it was really condescending towards them now, so <laughs> they'll never tune in again. Nope. Uh, I'm sorry. I love you guys. <laughs> you are the real heroes. <laughs> oh God. Digging it deeper. Digging it deeper. Oh yeah. Uh, did you watch the Oscars takes? I did. Yeah. What did you think of everything? Uh, I mean, uh, artists and Hugo sweeping. Art- I mean, artists are coming. <laughs> I'm not seeing Hugo uh, winning everything. I, I didn't. It started off with Hugo winning like four awards. <laughs> like that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, they just they cleaned up like everything technical. Yeah. And you know, it was it wasn't bad. Uh, it was better than last year's show. Right? Billy Crystal, what'd you think? I think Billy Crystal was more excited than James Franco. <laughs> that is okay, that's true. How high compared to <laughs> which one was higher? Um, James Franco, I'm pretty sure it was higher. Like, <laughs> well, at least know, at least Billy Crystal wanted to be there. <laughs> they both listened to the show. Oh, God. <laughs> Tony Hawk, why are you sh- sharing all this stuff? <laughs> um, but uh, Minecraft... So Minecraft is a uh, <laughs> right to the top of the charts, guys. Um, off the rails. <laughs> I'm not so, editing any of this out. Yeah, so so Minecraft, it's um, it's a game where pretty much you're you just are on like an island, and everything is just you know kind of like Lego blocky, and you have to scour for uh, like Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly like that. And you are Johnny Depp, and um, and you have to go for resources, and you have until nightfall, until uh, that's when there will start being 
um, zombies, skeletons with crossbows, and okay. creepers, which are these um, green uh, penis type guys that if they get within two, uh, that they look, that's what they look like. Uh, if they get within two blocks of you, they explode and they will take out uh, a pretty big block radius of everything there. So you could lose your entire house, you could lose everything if you are close to a creeper and don't notice it. And you just have a split second of hearing just before, like, these guys, they, like, inject terror into people, um, just because, like, once, and, and, and spiders and everything, like, pretty much the world is scary in Minecraft. Once, once they turn off the lights. Once, once it gets dark. And pretty much the first night, you have just about no choice but to either, you know, dig, just dig a hole straight into the ground and just put a block above you and just, like, wait for everything to pass. While you like you hollow out the ground. Wow. Um, and pretty much once it's dark, uh, a guy can spawn anywhere. So if you don't put torches in your house, even, uh, and you start digging and you look and you accidentally like go into you hit a like chasm in there and like don't notice it, you can just have guys just be coming in from dungeons and everything. Oh, so wow. there's just constant terror in anything that's, that's dark. Terrifying. What's the and, Yeah. Yeah, and and you get attached to the things you build. Yeah, exactly, because you're putting in a lot of work to build these things. I spent I spent days and days just like trying to build really big houses and things like that. And uh, if I don't keep track of what's going on and, and what time of day it is, you know, I'll just all of a sudden hear that like and like up and I will be you know realize oh I'm about to lose everything and die. It's oh, so uh, depressing. And it's but you have that's cool. You have to scour and, and find and, and, and build everything to survive there. And there's no point in the game. There's no like end game really. Right. But to keep surviving. Um, so I mean, like to me, that's like a really. I mean, without any objective, but like it's a, a pretty bare bones, just kind of survival and at night, really horrific experience. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just a neat kind of like modern you know, indie example of it. No, that's actually, that is very good. Um, I never got really into Minecraft. I, I purchased the lifetime updates on the alpha when that yeah. was available, and I just never really played it. I, uh, I, I, I was, I think I was just afraid I was going to get really addicted to it, and I just didn't want to do I it. I fell hard for it for a while. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. I, I missed, I haven't actually played since it went, hit one. Hit one, yeah. Yeah. Right, so some other survival horror. Would you consider Doom Three survival horror? I would. Yeah. Um, that I think that's pretty much. Uh, I think. How much did that game piss you off? Because that game pissed me off a lot. A lot. It wasn't the best game. No, it wasn't the best game. I mean, it wasn't a bad game. No, it was. It just wasn't the game people expected. That's very true. I not, think yeah. that's that's part of it, and I think for what it was. It wasn't a terrible game. Yeah, there was some good aspects. It looked great for the time. It did. Yeah, at the, at the time there was nothing that could even compare was, to that. That was crazy. It was two thousand three, two thousand four. Borders. I think it was. I think it was um, two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah, because I just had a brand new computer and I could barely run it. Um, yeah, it looked great and. Um, yeah, it, it was definitely that game is another one that is criticized for having too many monster, monster closets. closets just everywhere. Yeah, that yeah that kind of popularized the whole. That, that's where the phrase I believe kind of yeah, comes. From. Like, literally in the um, in the designs, like there would just be rooms that had no 
you know, they didn't go anywhere, and that was just spawn points. Yeah, it was just spawn point. Uh, I mean, it's... There are worse. I mean, but, like, when you think of being in a haunted house, like, if you're wa- you're actually walking through a haunted house, like, have you ever been to any of the haunted houses in New York City? I haven't been to the New York City ones. I used to go to the ones upstate. Um, like, even the same, like, you're literally just, like, walking down a hallway, and things are jumping out from out of nowhere, you know, where they where you wouldn't expect something to be, because that that's, you know, the least likely place that you would actually be looking for something that may, you know, be scary, because you don't expect it and all that. So I understand why you would have so many monster closets around, but at one point it just seems like it was like a lazy design choice. Yeah, and I, I don't think it, I mean I, I don't think it was like consciously maybe being lazy. Uh, I think it was just like they... no, no offense to the id team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, or an easy yeah. design choice, you know. Like... Yeah, and I think it was maybe more that like they were just like, oh well, you know, no one would go and investigate these things because they'd be, you know too busy trying to fight for the, I don't know. Um, I, I guess it was just like something that they just didn't think people would would get to and criticize, and right. they didn't take in my, into account that, you know, uh, gamers will no-clip and investigate <laughs> everything. Pick it apart and destroy yep. something they love. Yep. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely consider that a, a survival horror game. And a weird departure for that series. Yes. And from that probably, yeah, definitely alienated a lot of people that, that were into that game. Uh, you know. But uh, what also on here that uh, was really great was Eternal Darkness. Oh, Eternal Darkness. I, I, I love that game. Um, there has never been another game quite like Eternal Darkness. And that was... And- when you were uh, when you were that 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 space Viking, yeah, and uh, you know you were you were in that mediocre game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Too human. This yeah, that's not even. We won't go there. No, but no, Eternal Darkness, it's... GameCube. Yeah. One of the, I mean, there were a lot of great the games on the GameCube, GameCube games. but it was, yeah, exactly. It was one of the best GameCube games. Just the <clears throat> the insanity meter, <laughs> like everything. Can I be honest? The insanity meter got me. Like when it did the like your like what it would do. Like um, I guess for the initiate, this was a, uh, yeah, it was it was, uh, I guess like yeah, it was five hundred games. We were playing like a whole lineage of a family like fighting this evil. And you, you know, as as kind of messed up things would be happening, it would affect your psyche. And if a gauge would fill up all the way, just crazy shit would start happening yeah. to you. Like it would, uh, like the screen would just go, uh, it would just start dropping red with blood. You would walk into a room and you would just see your own carcass. Oh, that was just um, such a great game. When, I, wonder, it, I, I, don't, I need to see if I can find that on eBay right now. Like, I, I have it. If you want to borrow it, I do. Okay, I'll bring it. Sweet. Remind. Um, uh, the the best was though was it would say that your data was corrupted. Oh! <laughs> it would say that your save data is gone, and that your entire memory card's been wiped. And I fucking flipped. <laughs> but that first happened to me because I was like, "What? This game did what to me?" And I was so mad. And then it was just like after a while, I was like, "Uh oh, oh." Nice. <laughs> yeah. That game just knew. I mean, that 
<clears throat> that's one of the the few uh, instances of breaking the fourth wall in survival horror like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it pulled like a psychomantis kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was a complete psychomantis move. Yeah, such a dude, such a psychomantis move. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> dude, real psychomantis move. Um, yeah, so I think that that's man, that's that's just a a really cool game, and that was one of the. Like that was one of the reasons I didn't even really know that much about that game at the point. I didn't. I got the or the uh, GameCube anyway. Uh, the day that Resident Evil and Resident Evil Zero uh, were released, like I was waiting for that, and I just happened oh, yeah, to yeah. kind of pick up Eternal Darkness, and I was so much more enthralled with that game than either the. I mean, the Resident Evil One remake looked amazing, uh, yeah. but like, but like you know, I, I you know I knew the game and everything like that. Eternal Darkness just completely blew me away. Like I that, mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Did it sell well? Eternal Darkness. Yeah. I. Because I know it's 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 obviously it's a cult hit. Uh, because I mean, for me, it was just like it was seventeen thousand copies in Japan. Oh, not great. So I don't think it did all that great. Uh, no, for me, I mean, I just like you know, I was just looking at reviews and I just saw what a critical darling it was. Yeah. Said so kind of give it a shot and just bought it used, um, and I loved it. Uh, and, you know, the, I guess a few years ago, Dennis Dyack uh, actually said that he would do a sequel to it. Like, well, Dave, I mean, it's funny because it's one of those things that, like, uh, you know, sites list, like, I guess kind of speculative games sometimes. Yeah. Um, one of them on there has always been, like, Eternal Darkness yeah. sequel. Like, I know it's always been, like, on IGN for, like, years. I mean, they're saying that it might be a Wii U launch title. Really? That, that, is, that is a rumor flying around right now. Do it. That'll get me into Wii U. Tony Hawk. Just talk him into doing it. <laughs> We're really going to beat this Tony Hawk thing to death this week to make up for last week, aren't we? Yeah, and we didn't actually mention that. <laughs> that, that was in the first take. <laughs> that got deleted. <laughs> There's no context then to all that. Yep. <laughs> we keep, should we keep it that way? Should we not Should we not give context to what yeah, we... Yeah, yeah, no, let's just keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, I like oh, it better that way. Uh, you know, here's one. It's not on the list. Maybe you consider it survival horror um, in some respects. Uh, Bioshock. Yes. I, I mean, the the only... I mean, System Shock, for sure. System Shock, yes, absolutely. Um, the only reason that I wouldn't consider Bioshock to be survival horror was just that there was no penalty for death, really. And I think that's kind of a key in the survival horror uh, world, is that, you know, in, in Bioshock, you you would die and you would just respawn at one of those chambers, chambers yeah. um, and you wouldn't even lose any progress. And, and I think that that kind of takes a lot of the terrifying aspects out of the game. Uh, I mean, I think that they did a good job with the, uh, the, at- I mean, the atmosphere, atmosphere is, yeah, yeah. It's freaking amazing. And, um, you know, the big daddies, I mean, think about it. Like the first time you go down the, you know, the elevator thing and you see a big daddy kill someone. <laughs> And like the splicers are running around, like the one. The splicers were terrifying. What was the one level um, in Bioshock when you're like going through, and it's like the artists, yes, and like it's like there are the statues of splicers and the actual splicers. The actual, yeah, that was insane. That part is so scary. (laughs) That part was freaky as hell. No, I agree. 
Uh, so I mean, I think there's like uh, I guess horror other uh, thrilling elements to no, it. No, there definitely are. I, I think that the only thing that was keeping it from really being a horror game was the fact that you could just you know once you died, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, you just kind of pop right back in there and kind of get right back to the action. I'm trying to think of some other uh, survival horror. Dead Island? Would you consider Dead Island survival horror? <sighs> would you consider? So yeah, let's let's talk about Dead Island and the Left 4 Dead right now. Uh, you know, two mostly multiplayer-focused survival-type horror-type games. <laughs> I mean... Do, once you have multiple people playing with you, would you still consider it? I mean, it's not as terrifying, but it still can be terrifying. Yeah, I think it obviously takes away from... I mean, a lot of it is isolation, is what yes. makes it game scary. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like... And again, it's it's it's... It's taking away power from someone. It's giving clunky controls. It's it's doing all those things. So, you know, people, you know, as it sounds like frustration in that sense, like trying to get something to, to work. It's like, yeah. it is like the equivalent of like a, you know, someone trying to start a car while the killer is running towards them. You're like, yeah, exactly. it, run, get through the door. What are you doing? Yeah. And like, it's, it, it really adds that sense of tension and urgency. And, um, and I think that, like, yeah, once you put a, you know, multiple people in there, I mean, does that take away from it? I've only played Dead Island for a very short amount of time with other people, and they're randoms. Um, so, so it was I mean, even I, more terrifying. Yeah, so, I mean, it was... I mean, I guess for Dead Island... For me, it never felt really scary. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you were just kind of in a horror environment. Yeah, I mean, I think that I'd argue probably left of those two. I would argue Left for Dead over Dead Island, and I still don't know where I fall on Left for Dead. Um, yeah. I think that there's like scenarios in Left for Dead where it's like you are in a. I mean, it's the closest you'll ever get to being in a horror movie in a game. I think in some ways because here you are with these other people and rescue is coming. Like you have. So, you know, Tiggs just got punched by a tank, and there are just hordes and hordes coming. That's true, yeah. I can leave without you. And yeah. And you're sitting there like, like, you know, it's such a, like, you know, it feels like it's, it, like, it feels like a, like a horror movie trope where it's just like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm leaving, uh, or, like, I'm gonna go and try to get you, and I died trying. Yeah, exactly. And that, like, and that happens a lot in Left 4 Dead. Like, the set, like, I think that, again, it's one of those it's one of those games that can, you know, it is what you make it when you play, and it's so different every time that, like, I think there have been times we've gone through it and we felt, like, really gung-ho and Rambo because we've got all the good weapons the whole time. Yeah. But then there's the times when you're, like, they only give you the starting weapons. Yeah, for, yeah. And, and you're just obviously like, it's all randomized by the director. Uh, so that way, you know, you're you're just, you know, you're scrounging the whole time, and and you you're you're watching each other's back, and um, I don't know. I that that's a really tough one. Yeah, I, I think it's like that's a game that's hard to kind of categorize in some ways. As yeah, I mean, like it definitely has a heart. I mean, you know that it's it's straight up, you know, um, first person shooter and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd even argue Left 4 Dead One probably over Left 4 Dead Two. Being I more terrifying. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Left 4 Dead Two was like uh, a little bit more wacky in some ways. It was. The, I mean, but I also like I, that. I, I like the characters that. Oh, I. Uh, what's his name? 
Ellis? Ellis is freaking hilarious. Yeah, he is. I love Coach. Coach is great. Yeah. Um, but like Left 4 Dead 1, I feel like was like it felt like. Are we going back to the alien to aliens thing? Yes. <laughs> like, like Left 4 Dead 1 was like more terrifying, but Left 4 Dead 2 was like actiony and like had a little bit more character. Well, I don't know. I want to. I don't want to say character, but. Um, but they gave you more options yeah. in for Dead 2. Like, you had the melee weapons, you had other things, like, you had ways, more ways to defend yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, like think of, like... It was more action A little bit more action Just, like, I mean, you, we, we played through uh, both those games, you know, when, when they came out together. Yes. And, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. The scenarios for, uh, you know, for the first time, I think, like, just, like, the boat and stuff like that. Just, like, waiting in that that Very, was like, watching everyone just like watching a whole like field of zombies just running towards you. I mean, just, and then just like having to run to the dock and yeah. like just seeing like a tank come at you. When <laughs> you're just like, I really hope the ship gets here soon because this is, this is not going to end well. But I mean, like in the like the in Left 4 Dead 2, the uh, the hard rain level. That level is actually pretty scary. That level is you terrifying. don't know what's happening in that, and you can't see anything. Yeah, I mean, I. Ah, yeah. I mean, Left 4 Dead can get pretty scary. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm gonna. I think there is some is some terror in like the randomness of it. I yeah. think it's not knowing. It's you know, like, oh my god, we got two tanks. What are we gonna do? But is it survival horror or is it just horror? I mean, is it survival horror? Like, is it like the ultimate survival because you're depending on other people for your survival? That's true. Yeah, that's even. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Because you can't do that by yourself. No, no it's impossible. I mean, I'd love to see one person, like, no bots, no nothing, try to go through Left 4 Dead. No, I mean, you couldn't do it. You can't even do it with, with the bots. The bots are terrible. <laughs> the bots are terrible. Um, Alright, what, what else do we have on here? Um, uh, I mean, we have... Uh, a Clock Tower. Clock Tower was a scary-ass game. Clock Tower was very scary. It has uh, been years since I've played. I, I played the first... Yeah, I played the regular PlayStation stuff. I mean, was there a PlayStation 2 once? They, I think. I actually think there was. Um, yeah. Or I remember there was definitely one in development at one point because I remember seeing screenshots for it and like. I only Game played. Yeah, I only played uh, the stuff on the original PlayStation, and I mean, the Scissor Man. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sciz yeah. It was the hiding from him, like, like just like the you know being in a you know a cupboard or something like that. Um, you know, that stuff is just, like, really, it was really freaky to me. Um. You remember the hiding sequence in, in, uh, Deadly Premonition? Have I gotten to that? When you're, uh, so, like, the, the raincoat guy will be sort of coming after you, and you'll have to, yeah. literally have to get, like, under a bed, or hide inside a locker, and, like, hold your breath. I mean, Deadly Premonition is another, that game is, that, that game is just terrifying to play, first off. <laughs> Just because the controls are, I mean, you, 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 you nothing about that game on. makes sense. No, nothing about the game makes sense. I love the game to death. First off, I've sunk a lot of time into that game, and I will continue to sink time into that game, and I will play that game like again and there's, again and again. There's just something weird and disturbing, and like, and again, it's like, it's also at the same time really cheesy. Yes, and again, the whole B movie feeling, you know. Like, yeah. But it's just like the fact that like the zombieish guys are like bent over backwards, and you kill them, and they just go, "Why?" Yeah. Why no? Like, See, 
Kill me! Like, what is going on right now? Like, there's something really messed up about that. It is, it, like, it's a Lynchian world, for the most yeah. part. Oh, yeah. I mean, even more so than just Twin Peaks, though. Like, I mean, it is very Twin Peaksy, and for so many respects, but it is, it is like a Lynchian world. Like, there's, like, I'm pretty sure you could make, like, comparisons to, like, parts of, like, Lost Highway and, and such, like... Yeah, and I mean, obviously, aside from just the rampant Twin Peaks needness. I of mean, it. yeah, the yeah the coffee and I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't remember any pie, but I'm sure that there. I mean, just the food I'm in sure, general, though. Damn goodbye, though. Yeah, I'm sure it's damn goodbye. Yeah. I mean, there's damn good sandwiches with whatever corn flakes and. Oh yeah. That game was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, pretty good for being a pretty bad game. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, you know, let's talk about our favorite game. Like, we've, we've talked about a good bit here. Well, what would you rate as, like, your favorite horror, uh, survival horror games? Of pretty much all the ones. Of, uh, are we doing all time? Yeah, just all time. I mean, again, like, it's the kind of thing that, like, yeah, the first few ones I played will probably be my favorite because I have, like, such real, you know... I have like a nostalgic connection to them. Right, but I would um, still put Dead Space on there. Like, I would still put Dead Space on there. I would, I would even put, even though it scares the crap out of me. It's hard to finish. Uh, Amnesia. Yeah, I think it's really scary. I uh, would put Shattered Memory. I mean, I wouldn't Shattered put Shattered Memories, Memories above be, Silent Hill Two, but I would put Shattered Memories on there. Yeah, not above Silent Hill Two. Silent Hill Two is pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, three was really good too. Is that in the collection? What two? Yeah. Yeah, the collection is two and three. Oh, yeah, it doesn't include the room? No, no, it does not include the room. You know what? And uh, good on them for not including the room. Uh, Paris, we didn't get to it, but Parasite Eve. Um, yeah, so Parasite Eve, an RPG uh, survival horror. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, that um, was actually a really good game. All of uh, the Parasite Eve 1, 2, and then uh, Third Birthday. Yeah, I didn't play Third Birthday. You liked it, though? Yeah, actually, I really like the Third Birthday. It's like I, a shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, actually, I, I do enjoy it a lot. Yeah. You know, it's it is very much just a shooter uh, going around and I mean I'll be honest with you, I love most of the games that we've talked about so do I um, um, a couple yeah well let's all right I guess before we get into listing our favorite uh, ones what are some of the other ones that we didn't actually get to talk about Alone in the Dark uh, yeah the original ones not the, uh, not the 2007 yeah. uh, reboot reboot that was uh, not very good <laughs> no that was awful but I, no, it, were you looking forward to that game as much as I was yes I was a lot and it was remember fun. the fire mechanics that they were showing off yeah, yeah. and it was also episodic yeah. much like Alan Wake would be yeah um, another game that we didn't actually get to mention yeah and um, again that's one that you might consider more like a thriller in a way right. than like survival horror um but uh, I mean, it's still a, a good one unless a condemned is one that's just kind of crazy, creepy and crazy, and yeah, uh, like just the design of that, the like, this like that's a dark ass. No, that, that is just one dark ass game. That is, yeah, that is a very good way to put it. Like it's just first person melee, just fighting like what look like homeless people. Um, yeah. and just, Hearing the no- not knowing where stuff's coming from, yeah, in the murder investi- while investigating a mur- a serial killer, um, and then condemn two, condemn two so bad shit. You're still you fight a bear at the end of that game, don't you? Uh, yeah, in a museum. Um, <laughs> uh, is that believe it's in a museum? No, <laughs> you said that so nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah, bear in a museum. 
Oh, wait, no, he's in like a cat. Fuck, I think he's in a cab. I don't remember. No, but it ends in a museum, and that's when you get the weird Dragon Ball Z type powers. And it's then... so weird. Like playing that game, like again, like Tom and I played that game, and we were just like, our mouths were agape at the end. We didn't know what happened. Right. Because um, you just fushra da people or whatever. Do you think they were setting up the next game, or do you think they were just like, let's end this the only way that we can, and that's just to be... I, I don't know if I want them to continue like that. Like, I'd want them to go back to normal. Yeah. I mean, really, what were they going to... Yeah. No, I but, agree. I mean, like, I don't... Model of that. All right, sure. Um, uh, Fear, we didn't get to those. Fear? Uh, uh, fear was... No, pretty this? scary. I mean, it, it, I guess it was... Um, Around the same time, well, actually, it was way after the ring, but you know, it had like the little. Uh, yeah, I guess it was injecting survival horror type elements to, or like more, I guess, more horror than survival sur- horror. But, yeah, just uh, like the psychological uh, horror elements into into the into the FPS genre, as you were saying. But it was scary. Uh, you know, they were just yeah. kind of like when you would just sort of jump into like this crazy other world, and you would there just be like ghosts around. Oh. Yeah, or I when mean, Alma was... would just show up in front of you, or, or just like behind you, and, and uh, just disappear out of nowhere, and you wouldn't even know what the hell was going on half the time, and like you have some psychic connection to her, and you just—it was a weird game. Apparently, that series gets real weird. Oh god, that series gets really fucking weird. And then John Carpenter did this—the the scenes for the third game. Really? Yeah. John Carpenter doesn't like do stuff anymore. No, he—he's <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's sad, I guess, but okay. you know what? Hey, as long as he's still doing stuff, I'll still wa- I'll still watch it and yeah. whatever he does. Yeah. Uh, Siren, did you ever play Siren? No, it was the episodic PSN survival horror game, right? Is that the oh, one? oh, is that um? Because there's a Siren on PS2. Oh, okay. I uh, I did not play that. No, yeah, neither did I. And I was hoping that you had. <clears throat> I no. saw that you had put a different Siren on the list. I didn't know what that. I put Blood Curse. That's the episodic one. Okay, have you? You haven't played that uh, one either. Didn't play that either. No, just yeah. You know, we're just making a list of some games. Yeah, we checked it twice. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, there's. We talked uh, about frame. There's, but yeah, I mean, there, there's been other ones that I haven't got to, and and I guess as how of late, there. How do you pronounce the? Is it Penumbra? Yeah, Penumbra. Yeah, Penumbra. I I bought that game. I haven't played it. I own all, every episode of that and haven't touched so it. So do I. Yeah, I'm. I honestly, I'm terrified to play it. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what it comes down to. Yeah. I was gonna I, try uh, and play it some tonight before we actually started this, but yeah, this, no, too scared. I have a weird mental barrier sometimes to starting um, survival horror games, especially when you know that it's gonna be a survival horror game. You're yeah, like, like this is gonna, this is literally gonna eat away at my soul. You just kind of dread starting it because. I don't want to get sucked in and like want to play more and yeah. no I'll be scared of something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's really sad. Yeah. <sighs> uh, all right, so all right, so where would you so like uh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, uh, Dead Space, Alone in the Dark, Eternal Darkness. These are pretty much like I would put Resident Evil. I would still probably put Resident Evil One relatively high on the list. Maybe oh, even too. above Resident Evil 2. I mean, I love Resident Evil 2, but Resident Evil 1, I guess for uh, nostalgia's sake, more so than anything else, like, that was that was just unlike anything I had played. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the game that, like, awoke me wanting to play those games. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's really what got me into it. Um, Resident Evil 4 as well, great game. Like, just 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's an amazing game. I mean, I guess we can't even, like... That yeah. one, I mean, yeah, one and I, four people, are probably the two, or my, probably two top. And again, like, that's one thing that, like, people will debate back and forth a million times whether or not, you know, four is still, you know, anything like that. But, I mean, it still was scary. It was. I still, think four, it, definitely. Still, I mean, I think five, definitely not. But I think four yeah. still definitely. I mean, especially when you, you've got to like you've got to hide Ashley and like yeah. I mean that was it was crazy. There was a lot of stakes. This is this was like you know in in two you've got your partner who's helping you kill people the entire time. In four, you're trying to save this little girl the entire time. And she's the president's. She's daughter. the president's daughter. Do you know what would happen if she died? Bad you, shit. Yeah, you would get um, the president would be mad at you. Yeah. Do you want that? I don't want that. You want to go to the president's birthday party? <laughs> do you want to be able to go to that? Do you want to? Do you want, you want to give him a gift? No, do you want to? Do you, do you want to take home a tote? <laughs> you got to give him the greatest gift of all. <laughs> His daughter. Try not to fall in love. Try not to, but hey, she's lovely. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Silent Hill. <laughs> Silent Hill's pretty up there, but for me, uh, again, I mean, for me, it's ah. Uh, I didn't really play much of three, so it's it's really one two Shattered Dimensions. Yeah. Shattered Memories. Shattered no, Dimensions was the Spider Man game. This boss is kind of scary in its own way. Yeah, I actually uh, put Shattered Dimensions on. All here. these rag. This is like, uh, for those of you keeping score at home, I believe this is the third time we've ragged on Shattered Dimensions. <laughs> in this podcast or overall? Overall. <laughs> okay, good. We played three, three different episodes out. Well, it's another running thread, just like Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dead Space, Dead Space One for sure. Yeah, one of the scariest games. Dead Space Two is pretty scary as well. Uh, I know people were saying that it wasn't as scary; it was just like all actiony, blah blah blah. I was scared crapless of that game. I really was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Alone in the Dark. I, I never really played through uh, any of them. I, I started. There's the one on. PS1 that was like four discs or something like that, three discs I think. Yeah. And that yeah, that one I started, but I never actually made it through those games. Um, uh, Fatal I, Frame is fucking terrifying. Fatal Frames are really scary. Um, I mean, again, like, there's there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Would you say so? Would you choose Resident Evil or Silent Hill as your Resident Evil? Yeah. So I mean, I, it sounds corny. I mean, it's not. I'll be honest with you, Silent Hill is probably better games. No, I agree. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Silent Hill is probably the better games, but. But, like, I'm just more attached to Resident Evil. Yeah. I think that, like, Resident Evil plays... Ba- like, For as bad as the original Resident Evil's played, the, the original Silent Hills were very, very clunky. And also, it's like, I mean, I know that action stuff shouldn't be the focus of these, but, like, I think that you could enjoy Resident Evil on a couple different levels. Like, you could enjoy combat in Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, and again, like that contradicts my other thing, saying like, "Oh my God, Shadow Memories is great because took out combat." Like, yeah, that's absolutely true. But like, if you did have to do it as you did in some of the Silent Hills, like Resident Evils was just a lot better. Yeah, I agree. How high up on your list would you put Eternal Darkness? Pretty high. I think. I mean, it's. I'm it's, saying top three at the very least. It's definitely top five. I mean, like. Uh, I think there's, I think there's so much cool stuff that they do. It was it was it was weird. It was it was interesting. It was a it was a good story, which is something yeah. that, I mean, I mean, I guess Silent Hill does actually have a lot of good stories. But 
Resident Evil, not the best stories, you know. No. Um, no. Dead Space, not the best stories. Uh, it's just Eternal Darkness was just insane and just fun. Yeah, really insane. Um, I, 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 we didn't talk about it because none of us played it, but I did really want to play Call of Cthulhu. Uh, so did I. I hear it's got a great story. That's um, one that I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick that one up. That is on Steam. That is on Steam. Is it on sale on Steam? Like it. Like it was during. It was in the last Steam sale, and I didn't get it. I might have actually bought it, so I have to share <laughs> my library. Yeah. We do. Guess what? We own a lot of games on Steam. Uh, uh, we don't play many of them. No. No, we, don't we just own a lot of them. Yeah. And that's the real horror. <laughs> surviving that our lives. That's, that's the true horror. True. <laughs> Weird uh, pyramid head. Well, hey, um, I think this has been a pretty spooky conversation. I think this has been a pretty sp- uh, spooky conversation. I have I drank way more of this bottle of Jack than I thought I was going to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, so we should probably right. call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just do some housekeeping first. <laughs> Um, uh, please, uh, you know, rate us on iTunes, um, and be nice, um, if you can, uh. I mean, but, you know, constructive criticism, always the best kind, much like we got from Nicholas Dunn. Yes, and, uh, we'll be your friend, um, if you do that, uh. That's all it takes. We will take. You could give us a bad review, we'll still be your friend. Yeah, we'll take pictures of Pokemon for you. Yeah, is that what you want? Is that what everyone wants? How do you like, you want a squirrel? Um, I do actually. Yeah, uh, you can email us at griefpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to take this onto the internet and you want to read what our our minds are speaking, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, shortwaverocket dot com <laughs> with no G. Yeah, shortwaverocket dot com, and uh, soon you'll actually be able to find uh, find us on shortwave gaming as well. So awesome. Well, uh, thank you, Takes. Well, thank you, Alex, for being here, uh, as always. It's time, and I'll see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week on The Green Podcast. Boom. Except for me. Pick up your peace, let's settle this once and for all. So this is Marked my words with
You'll be dead on the ground But I'm still around This is the last time You'll try to please A crowd had gathered around The clock was taking its own sweet time A shot had rang off through town When I looked down the blood was on me for everyone to see The blood was on me like it was meant to be The blood was on me for everyone to see The blood was on me like it was meant to be Wow, my, my headphones are really loud. <laughs> oh, God. All right, can you hear yourself still? Um, no. Not right now. No, I can't hear you. No, are you serious? Yeah, hold on. Turn Wait, you could just hear me. You answered me. <laughs> no, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm recording this right now. Are you? Oh, jeez. <laughs>